the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Here I'm back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm here with Senior Vice President Ace Water Superb and uh, Stephen Ebert, an attorney and partner at Casson and Casson, and myself, Daddy Herman. And I am so excited uh, to have this guest on. Uh, I've talked about him all morning because I think he's amazing. Uh, this is Brock. Brock Pierce. Okay, who's the chairman of the Bitcoin Foundation? Okay, and uh, he's an American entrepreneur. Uh, he uh, is a philanthropist. He's a former actor known for his work in the cryptocurrency industry. And as a child, okay, as, as a child, he was an actor. Uh, he was in Disney films, The Mighty Duck, G2, The Mighty Ducks, and First Kids. He was actually an independent candidate for the 2020 United States presidential election. I think he's a genius. I think that he's incredible and he gives back his money. Uh, he's only 37 years old. What he's accomplished to me, I mean, he's one of my idols and I had the good fortune to meet him in the Hamptons. Brock, are you there? I am here and, and, and grateful grateful to be here thank you for having me oh i'm so thrilled brock i think you are one of the most special people and what you've accomplished at a young age is just incredible and i don't even know where to begin i don't even know where to start and to say to you like i mean you started basically as an actor um and then you ended up in bitcoins and i and i think people now still really don't quite understand them you, you need to tell us, how did this all happen to you? Well, um, uh, by the grace of God, <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just blessed. I'm very lucky, uh, grateful. Um, I, yeah, I started, I, was a, I grew up as a kid in Minnesota, and uh, uh, by happenstance, I was an actor uh, in Minnesota and made my way into the Mighty Ducks, and then Disney brought me to California, and I then started making more movies and starring in movies and i'm a byproduct of the first uh, generation of kids that had access to computers and the internet and i recognized early on how technology was going to change the world and so at the height of my acting career uh while i was being offered starring roles in movies i said i'm going to quit and i'm going to become a 
technology entrepreneur, which is what I did at 16 years old. And, uh, wow. and, and I just kept building things. I, um, I'm not confined by reality as it exists. I don't see the world for what it is. I see the world for what it can be. And okay, you I build say that again, those things. That is, wait, Brock, say that again, because that is so profounding. You don't see the world as it exists. I don't see, yeah, I, yeah, I don't see the world for what it is. I see the world for what it can be. I'm not confined by reality as it as it exists. I I choose to create a different reality. I choose to build a better world because we have that power. It's back to the box. I live outside of it. I'm not confined by it. So when you made this transition and you decided at 16 years old, I'm, I'm done with acting, I'm going to build this whole platform, were your parents at all, uh, were they supportive? Would they think you were crazy or they just said, go do it, whatever? I mean, how did you, that's such a big transition. Uh, yeah, my, and you have such yeah, my, vision very, because uh, if I go back that long, I don't think anybody really would have any thoughts of that. Yeah, my, my parents have always been supportive, um, uh, maybe confused at times, uh, but they were always supportive, never negative. Uh, when I chose to quit acting to go pursue technology, um, all of the people that managed and advised me thought I were cra was crazy. I, would, I, I said, I'm going to quit acting. They're like, are you, are you kidding? Like, I'm like, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to quit acting. Uh, like, people would do anything to be in your situation. What do you mean? I go, well, they're like, eventually, they're like, well, what are, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to go build technology companies. They're like, what are your qualifications? What college did you graduate from? What, what makes you think that you could do such a thing? I said, I don't know, but I'm just going to try. Wow. Wow. So how did that all evolve now? So, I mean, like, and maybe you could talk a little about Bitcoins because I still, you know, it took me a long time. And even now, I don't know if I exactly have my arms around it as well as I should. But I do think that it's going to be revel. I think that it's going to, at some point, really become part of the real estate industry, too. How did you, how did you, you, how did you think this all, I mean, how did you get so involved in this? And you were one of the first people with it. I mean, if you you uh, you used more than three million dollars in bitcoins as collateral, I heard, to purchase a one point two million renovated chapel in Amsterdam. Now that was in yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, tell us so about we're gonna, that. We're gonna, yeah, well, well, we're going to jump to the more recent uh, past. Um, uh, uh, I, I like doing things that have never been done before. Again, you know, like the, the word impossible, if you, if you just start to spell it, I am possible. You know, it's only impossible until someone does it. And so I, I, I take great pleasure in doing impossible things. And so, um, yeah, there was a church in Amsterdam that um, uh, had my name on it. <laughs> and uh, uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. And um, uh, I, I created the, uh, the first crypto mortgage. Basically, I used uh, Bitcoin as collateral to create a loan to purchase it. I mean, I could have paid for it in cash. I did it this way just for fun. 
I just did it because it can be done. And, uh, uh, and, and yes, that, uh, that did happen. How did you, okay, so you have to go back, okay? And, and really, I don't even know what to ask because how did you even get somebody there to even understand that or go for that? Because even now I have a hard time explaining to people, again, I'm not you, uh, Bitcoins, and they kind of understand it, they don't understand it. Now we're going back to 2019, and I think people understood it less. Uh, maybe you could explain how that all happened for you and how that all started and what it is exactly and how you were able to. I love, I have to tell you, I don't say this to many people. You're my idol. I just love your philosophy of that, you know, you know, you just go for it. You don't, you know, there's no limits to what you can do or what you can think. And so many people are kind of almost programmed, you know, that were. If you listen to people say, oh, you're going to fail, that's stupid, you can't do it. You have such a great attitude. And you're just a great guy, period, on top of that. So how did that all come about with the cryptocurrencies? And, all, and, and, and how, how did you dream that all up? Well, so I'm going to, uh, obviously, we only have so much time, so uh, uh, it will be difficult to uh, explain it all. But I will try to summarize uh, for you how it happened for me. And so... I also, like a lot of young kids when I was growing up, uh, uh, I was the first generation of kids to have video games, um, you know, Atari, Nintendo, Super Mario, Zelda, right. <laughs> all of these things. And so I grew up playing games, and I, I became a professional um, uh, a gamer as a child, too, with a sidebar, um, playing Mortal Kombat and things. And, and when the internet and gaming became connected, we started to create virtual worlds, um, virtual countries, virtual nations, alternative realities that were persistent. And, and, and that persistence gave them a lot of the same elements that exist in the, in, in the real world, as we call it. And so I then said, well, if money in the world matters, money in the game world will matter, and I became the main market maker for all the world's game currencies. Uh, and basically, think of it as in thousands of virtual countries, I became the person managing and making all the markets and all the money and all the economies. I had, I had 400,000 people working for, with me in my early 20s, playing video games professionally to collect digital currency that I would then sell to other people around the world. And so I, I basically started managing all of the monetary systems of the virtual nations uh, in my 20s. And then after experimenting with economic theories and testing what could be done, I wanted to see if that possible. Can we do that in the real world? And that's uh, what led me to, to cryptocurrency and uh, the things that we're doing here. Is it possible to do things differently? Is it possible to build a better world, a world that works for everyone, where everyone can win? And I firmly believe the answer is yes, yes, we can. Um, I, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm never lost for words. I'm so lost for words. Well, you, you, first of all, must be a genius because your mind is so advanced. What can people learn about? What, 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 well, first of all, what is your 
what like I know when I met you, you even took a stab at running for president, which I wish you would have really pushed it and won. But what is it that you would what people should take away from this and people should take away and what are you working on now? I mean, because you're always working on something. Um, and I know that you are also give back much of what you make. Uh, tell us more. I mean, you're like, an, you're like an extraordinary person. I think I've never had a guest like you. And I don't say that to flatter you. I say that from my heart. I, you know, and when you meet Brock, he's the nicest, <laughs> most well-rounded person, like a regular guy, doesn't, you know, he's not conceited, nothing like that. He's just great. So just maybe you could give some of your insights and what you see going forward or what you're working on going forward uh, to our audience. And then I know that Stephen and, and Ace have some, they want to ask some questions to you. If you have some time, we really appreciate you coming on. This is like a highlight. So tell us what you're seeing and how you see cryptocurrencies and all those currencies playing a bigger role uh, in the world and, and what you're yeah, working well, on now. Yeah, so uh, technology is changing the world it's impacting all of our lives all of our businesses and even our governments and i'm focused on how technology can be used to enhance and improve our lives you know to improve the world uh to create a more sustainable world uh to create a a, a world with more equality more fairness um, opportunity for everyone and and how, how do we do those things and so I'm I'm always trying to build systems and to, to create things that are going to, to to further that vision I dream of a world where you know uh, uh, I, I dream of a better world and so when I ran for president as you said uh, that that last time that was an exploratory mission I ran to understand the mechanics of the system. It was my basic training. And I've learned what I needed to learn. I didn't do that for nothing. I, I, I did that to prepare myself for the future. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which means and, and there's, a, there's a reasonably good chance that uh, I, I, I may run again. So, what do you, what do you see, what do you see what do you see as going forward with that? Uh, obviously, technology is going to change the world. And um, it's been doing going it. forward. So, yeah, so, so how do you see moving it forward? And I, how do you, when you say to help everyone, and I love that you want to make it a better world. And I know that's not just your words. I know you, you truly mean that with your heart. How do you see that technology can help everyone and, and help the world be a better place and a more fair world? So there's a bunch of things, but I'll, I'll focus on uh, specifically in the area of money or currency. Okay, um, great. And so one one thing, for example, and, and most people don't realize this because we take so much of what we have for granted. So many of these incredible things that we have in life, these gifts, we take for granted but did you know that almost a third of the planet a third of the people on earth don't have a bank account 
or access to financial services of any sort. And in this day and age, you need access to these types of tools to have, um, uh, the, 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 to be able to pursue happiness, right? To have the ability to, to create prosperity for yourself. It requires some basic, and those tools are not equally distributed to everyone. Not everyone has the same access. And so technology is democratizing opportunity. And so that is, uh, you know, one of those things in the area of financial services. Um, I mean, I, I, I can go on and on and on because there's so many examples. Please do. This, but, Please do. Um, I mean, we don't we don't often get a chance. And I I am so thankful that you came on the show. Um, and I, I've never quite met anyone like you. And I mean that. I mean, I mean that in the most positive way. I mean, I've met smart people, rich people. Uh, but your thoughts and your ideas and, and, and what you do with them. Now, you give a lot back. I mean, you give a lot of what you make back because you believe you'll continue to make it back. So you not only build things and make money, um, uh, you, you give that back to the world. Uh, I, I think you're just incredible. I, 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 I will attest. I will attest to the, the fact that the more you give, the more you get. Um, and that giving is the greatest gift there is. I live my life in service. I live for you. Everyone around me, I, my, my modus operandi, my, my, my way of being is to assist others. You know, it's not about me, it's about us, it's about we. Because we're ultimately all in this together. We've got one earth. You know, it's, we're, we're here together and, 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 and to, to, to take a look at your life and to, to ask yourself, what is my purpose? Why am I here? You know, what do, what do I, what are my dreams? What do I hope to accomplish? What are my principles? What do I stand for? And this is especially important in these very challenging times. Right now, we're living in like the divided states of America. Oh, and we I have know. to find a path back to unity. We have to find a path back to like understanding and compassion and forgiveness, you know, for others. Because we're, we're, we're all in this together. And uh, giving, yes, philanthropy, charity, you know. You know, help someone today, every day. Like, did I do something for someone else? You know, make that up, make that part of your mission every day. Get up and say, I did something for someone else. And and and, and when you start doing that, and you do little things like that, you'll start doing more of that. And, and I promise you, your life will get better for it. I. And, 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 and when you say that, I mean, you, you were an early investor in Bitcoins and you have, you're the pioneer of digital currency and online games. I mean, you are a brilliant man. What, what, I mean, and, and so what would your advice be and, and how does someone, because when you're listening to yourself, it's almost like, okay, my God, how, how do you even get there? What, what? What advice and what do people have to know about technology or if they don't know a lot about technology? What are some of the things and how can they follow you and learn from you? Um, what are some of the things that you could give 
people that really feel, hey, you know what? I don't have those opportunities. I know my daughter's a teacher, and when the when the schools were shut down and they had to go virtual in New York City, a lot of the kids didn't even have computers, or if they did have a a computer, maybe four or five kids were sharing it. And so I think we all do take for granted. But you know, what do you see with this this currency with crypto? Do you see that becoming larger, bigger? I mean, so many people are saying, oh, should you know? Uh, should I get involved with that? What What do you see going down the road? What is your What do you see? Well, I I, I see uh, the future, <laughs> um, and I invite you to be a part of it. I don't anyone to invest in anything other than themselves. And if you wish to learn. You know, go buy $10 or $20 or $100 worth of Bitcoin, something you can afford to lose, not as a financial investment, but an investment in your own knowing, in your education, in your participation in the change, because the future is going to happen to you or it's going to happen with you. Let's create a future that we all want to live in together. I invite you to to be part of it. It's 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 actually that easy. Okay. Can can you? I think we have a commercial break. Can you hang on a few minutes, just more? I just like to find out how everyone can get. You know, if they follow you, do they learn about you? Where they can and 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 if there's and I I think you said the best thing that. You invest in yourself, but can you just stay on? We have a quick commercial break. Uh, yes, no, no problem. You can find me at uh, on social media at Brock Pierce on Twitter, on Facebook and Instagram, or BrockPierce.com or Brock.vote. If you're interested in my political, um, uh, use uh, Brock.vote. Brock the vote. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients, that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 500 
8384. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join us for the Safe Money Radio Show Saturday afternoon at 3. You can also call now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Information Kit and 115-page Safe Money Book at 844-751-SAFE. That's 844-751-SAFE. 844-751-7233. The Safe Money Radio Show Sunday afternoon at 3 on AM 970. The answer. This is Dennis Prager, along with my fellow host, Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for a trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October 27th to November 5th. I've been all over the world, but I can never get enough of the great state of Israel. You will be amazed and inspired in your faith. Dennis and I have planned every detail minute by minute of this trip to make sure you have the best experience possible. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, especially because Israel is the leading country in the world in COVID vaccinations. Join us as we sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Walk the steps of the old city of Jerusalem and join us for a Shabbat service that will reenact the old traditions. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Aren't you ready to travel again? We are. So come join us. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I thank you so much, my idol, Brock Pearson. And um, I so thank you for being on the show. But before you go, I need your, how do we, we can follow you um, on, you said we can follow you on, where do we follow you? Yeah, you can, uh, you can uh, if you're interested in, like, the political stuff, uh, it does need a bit of an update, but it, you can go to brock.vote, www.brock, B-R-O-C-K, dot vote, like B-Rock, okay. Brock, that vote. And uh, or you can go to brockpierce.com. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook. I'm, I'm everywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm going to post that, but I have some quick questions for you. I think Stephen... Uh, Stephen, you had some questions. Great. Yeah. Now, first of all, thank you so much for joining us today. It's it's great to see all this innovation. Uh, I, you know, curious about a couple things where, uh, you know, concerns that are out there. You know, one of them is, you know, sort of the role, the role of government and currency, and whether it's Bitcoin in particular, or other cryptocurrencies. Of, you know, you see some governments looking at changing policies you know what are your thoughts of either it's a complement of trying to adopt or trying to marginalize uh, movement in this area well what in in 2014 um one of the things i experimented with is i wanted to see if this this same technology that makes bitcoin possible that we refer to as the the blockchain could that technology be used for government currency and so I uh, co-founded a company called Tether, where we digitized the U.S. dollar. And so that USDT, or Tether, is now transacting over $100 billion a day, over $40 trillion a year. Tether transacts more than Bitcoin. 
over 70 governments in the world now are running pilot projects to utilize this idea to enhance their central banks, to enhance their currencies. The Chinese government is the furthest along. They've created the Chinese digital yuan. Um, and the Federal Reserve just yesterday announced that they are going to create uh, uh, the digital dollar. I spent a lot of time educating our elected officials, our legislators. I uh, look forward to supporting uh, uh, Janet Yellen, our Federal Reserve and our Treasury Department to make sure that America stays the capital of innovation and that we do not lose in this fourth industrial revolution. That's key. That's key. That's so, so I, I hope that you will come back on the show um, because we're just touching surface. There's so much that you have to say. I could keep you on for two hours. Um, and I hope I'll see you. Will I get to see you in the Hamptons maybe this year again? Uh, I hope so. Um, uh, uh, Hamptons in the summer. I, I, I will wager. Uh, yes, I will. I'll come visit you. You just have to give me the invitation. Let me know when you want me there. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing you. I'm so grateful uh, 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 to be here today. Thank you for having me. And I'd like to remind you and everyone that today is Passover. Um, this was the uh, uh, the moment, the biblical moment when the uh, Israelites were able to escape from Egypt. And so it's really about remembering uh, freedom, liberation and redemption. And so uh, today is a great day. It's a great day to be alive. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, for having me here. Thank you so much, Brock. Uh, and I hope you'll come back again. Uh, believe me, it's a privilege and an honor to have you on this show and to know you. So thank you. Have a, a good weekend and a good Passover. Or, and I just want to say thank you again. And we'll hopefully you'll be back on this show again. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Okay, so Ace and... And Stephen, I mean, I'm blown away by this man. I don't know about you, but I mean, I just think his mind is incredible and all for the good. But I mean, just to have a mind that thinks like that, I mean, he's only 37. And to see what he's accomplished is amazing. Yeah, I think it, it's great that we could have him on. And it shows a lot of, you know, opportunities and direction and how to really tie in both a traditional asset, uh, and, and it's more for a follow-up conversation, a traditional and like the traditional asset of wealth real estate with really a new approach to it. And, you know, I just think it's important for our listeners is that it's we are witnessing a real innovation here. And with a real innovation, make sure you do, make sure you do your homework. You know, some, there are some amazing opportunities, some amazing ideas. Um, and they're also, you know, I would say, you know, copycats out there, for lack of a better word. So just make sure you know what you're investing in, because there's really a lot of great opportunity, but also some risk um, out there, too. And know, no, you know but, what the but, currency is backed by and how it works. But what, he, but what Brock said, and I, and I really want to emphasize this, what, 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 what he said is, because, you know, for the average person, even for myself, I mean, a lot of what he... I met him in the Hamptons, and he's a friend of a friend of mine. And he was just a regular guy. I mean, you know, you're just 
just very ordinary guy that was just friendly and talkative and he didn't boast about anything much. And then when I found out what he was doing, I was just, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't even absorb it. It was so uh, almost beyond me. And, but what he said is, all of us, because, you know, to a lot of us listening to this, you're going to say, well, gee, I can't, I can't, that, that, that's him. I can't do this. I, I couldn't, I mean, this, you know, this guy's in another league. And like I said, my daughter has, uh, is a teacher in a school where they didn't even have, you know, equipment, you know, they did get it for everybody, but, uh, but he said something really that at the end of the day is most important and that's to look at yourself and I think to ask hey what is my purpose what am I here for and invest in yourself and when he says invest in yourself okay it's not necessarily money and I talk about this a lot to people I I was a human sponge I I was fortunate to work for uh, a company called Merrill Lynch in my early days. And I would go to anything that they offered, any course they had, any, any anything and read the books they told me to read. And I didn't read them from cover to cover. I skimmed through them and I learned. And I found that most successful people, if you ask them, uh, you know, they'll talk to you. And I went to so many different things and people would say to me, Oh, why are you going to that? They're not paying for you to go. And I didn't have a lot of money at all. I was a single mom. Um, but I, I went and I tried to learn and, you know, you learn from everyone. And when he says, invest in yourself, um, someday I'll tell my story, but you know, I really didn't come from much. And I think most of you know, my mom died when I was really young. And so if you would have looked at, you know, where my future would have been, it probably wouldn't have, I would, people wouldn't dream. But along the way, I had this urge to make my mom proud of me. And I learned from people. I learned. And, 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 and we often, I think, get stuck in a circle of friends that think like us and act like us and are like us. And that's really like a comfort zone. Now, if those of you who know me, no, I like to have a good debate. I like to have a good argument. And I like to have a difference of opinion. I don't, uh, because that's what we, we're lucky to we're in a country and a world that we can do that. And that's how you grow. And if you put a team together, like you put Ace, myself, and Steven, which I think are a good team, and our radio station, and Jerry, we're all a great team. Do you... We're all different and we all bring different things to the table, but we all learn from each other. And I think when he said, you know, just take, not for an investment, if you take his Bitcoins and you said, you just buy a hundred dollars worth of them or something, it's not for the investment, he said. It's just to learn. And I think we're entering a very new world. And I- 
Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. This year marks 20 years since America's darkest day, September 11, 2001. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's frontline heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. Our nation's heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me, need your help. Please join Tunnel to Towers on their mission to do good and help these heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. That's T2T.org. Thank you. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. SurroundNewYork.com, connecting you with new customers. The trucking industry finally has a voice in New York City. Get the real deal on transportation and logistics. Tune in for New York Truck Stop Radio with Arthur and Zach Miller this Saturday afternoon at 2 on AM 970, The Answer. I'm Valerie Smaldone. I have a show that gives you a break from politics because it's something completely different. It's Bagels and Broadway, and there's Sundays at 2. On this week's show, you'll find out about the vibrant outdoor Bronx night market, promoting food, small business, and community. Also, hear from Broadway performer Jessica Hendy as she talks about her new one-woman play. And writer Gary Morgenstein, author of the new video series Joyland, joins me. Valerie Smaldone, Bagels and Broadway, Sunday at 2. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Well, as the world's blandest man, the idea of insurance made for me is almost riveting. Big fan of beige? Mm, I find other neutrals too unpredictable. That's cool. Liberty Mutual's just here to protect your home with customized insurance. And here we've got my doorstop collection. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Three times a double-digit seed, three times to the Sweet 16. Tonight, the Orange look to shut down a Houston team that's lost just three times this year. It's a 9.55 tip-off tonight on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm not sure if the music or the commercial blocked out my voice. I'm still blown away, and for me to be lost for words is very rare, as you both know. Uh, But I just think he's a genius. I think that his whole purpose, and, and I do believe that everything he does is try to make it a better world. And my thoughts are for those of us who think, hey, you know, but that, you know, that's him. And what about me? And when he says invest in yourself, and I think the three of us do this show because listening to our show, whether you stream it or you uh, listen to us live or you go on our Facebook page, which I will double check on why some people are having a problem finding it. 
we try to give you some knowledge um, because investing in yourself is really just that investing in learning. I mean, reading a book. And if you don't like reading a book, you can get an audio version of it. Um, but I do think we are in a time and this is just my opinion. And I I'm curious about, you know, Ace and Steve and what you think. I do believe we're in a time where, you know, look, this pandemic has hurt a lot of people and hopefully the stimulus packages will help get people back on their feet. But the skills going forward are going to be very, it's almost like to me an industrial revolution. The skills going forward are going to be different than the skills from the past. I think artificial intelligence, you know, which there they say, oh, that's going to wipe out so many jobs. Well, yeah, but it's going to bring jobs. Um, I'm, I, Ace. What did you think of him? What What do you think about what he's accomplished at 37 years old? I think, you know, one of the key things that he talked about was really believing in yourself and being a visionary, right? Um, seeing things that other people don't see. And he talked about Tether. I remember back then, about eight years ago, Tether was the best form of really um, positioning your, your crypto where you, let's say you sold crypto on Coinbase and Tether would be a form that you would hold your your dollars in. So what he did was he, he really was a visionary in, in really adopting a new technology that other folks didn't really see it being of value. And now today, everyone's adopting it. So, you know, I, I think one of the biggest takeaways is you have to sort of take risk, be comfortable being uncomfortable, and um, really believing in yourself. And, you know, what, one of the biggest advice that I ever got from a um, from a tech developer who who made billions and billions, he said, "Ace, when you have an idea, what you want to do is when people don't believe in your idea, it's okay. You shouldn't be deterred. But what you should do is ask them why they don't believe in it and try to find solutions. And the and the harder that that problem or that solution is to solve, the more niche of a product that you have." So most folks in general, when somebody, when somebody has an idea and, they, and they'll share their idea, a lot of people will say, oh, that idea is either it'll never work or I can't see it happening. And most people would just be discouraged. What he told me was when people are doing that, ask them why. Figure out why they, they don't think it would work. Then try to solve for it. And that's really the key in terms of really figuring out something that, that will be um, something that people will see of value in the future, right? So, so look, I think he did just that. He basically found a niche in a in a technology, and he really solved for what he thought would be the future of um, crypto. And and now at the age of thirty seven, you know, he's giving back to the community, which is amazing. And you know, he's being a leader um, in in that space, uh, which is great, Dottie. So you know, having having guests, you know, like him come on, really, really you know, can, can show our listeners that believing in yourself and believing in a, in a, um, in a business model, whether it's a product, whether it's anything, um, if you just stick with it, look at how many years he stuck with it. And now it's finally coming to fruition. So it's great. Ace, maybe because I don't know that he really, um, got a, a, the time to explain it. And I find that so many people still don't really understand it. Um, and I know that I probably went to you initially years and said, hey, <laughs> yeah. explain this to me, Ace. I don't get it. Okay. 
Um, could you kind of, in a way, just for our listeners who might not really understand what the that the, the cryptocurrency is and all of that, just kind of summarize that. And and I think it's something that uh, I I do think a lot of people don't really understand it. And I and I think it's going to get you know. And again, there's debates. I had somebody call me up probably last week, somebody who's like 29 years old, who's an artist that I know in the city. And he said, daddy, what about crypto? Like they're going up. Should I buy them? (laughs) Don't ask me. I have no idea. I I can't give that kind of advice. I have no idea. But can you just kind of give everyone a broad, I mean, that's like another kind of currency. Yeah, Dottie. It's, um, so, so, so we probably need a whole show for this. Right. But in, uh, just to sum it up quickly, um, I would say that crypto is this generation's gold and silver, if you want to look at look at it in that way, meaning it's a different type of asset class. So how crypto came about was that there were early adopters, individuals that really didn't that wanted to decentralize, right? So today, with the stimulus package program and with the economy, the government is just printing money and printing money and printing money. Right. So what happens to your dollar? It becomes devalued, right? So that $100 that you save in the bank, if someone else can continue to print that same $100 and put it into the marketplace, guess what? Your $100 isn't as valuable. So what happened with blockchain and crypto was that there, there's a finite amount of Bitcoin that people can mine. And mining is another whole topic that we can discuss. But let's just say for simplicity, there's only a certain finite amount of Bitcoin which really, that's really the reason why the the value of, of the Bitcoin is going higher and higher because you can't you can't replicate and you can't replenish Bitcoin, right? That's number one. That's so in other the, words, you just can't make more money. You can't make more. more exactly. Money. You can't print more, right? Number two, it's not associated with any government. So a lot of third world countries will adopt cryptocurrencies probably um, faster than um, any any country that has sort of a geopolitical or unstable government will want to go to crypto because it becomes the standard. Now, the third key um, intricate part about crypto is that we are seeing institutional investors come in now. You saw Elon Musk, Tesla invest in crypto. You see Goldman Sachs, you know, a lot of these institutional BNY Mellon is now investing in crypto. So it's really about adoption. And it's truly about your belief, right? If you truly believe that this will be a new asset class, and there's so many different cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, um, XRP, Doge. So you can look at crypto as currencies around the world, right? So the US dollar is is valued at a certain um, monetary value, the yen. So it's the same thing, except it's this generation's um, sort of um, asset. Okay, so, and let yes, yeah. and so sure. you know a lot, but let me say this to anybody, and I don't want to put an age in there, okay? But I know I can tell you a lot of my friends, and this they're successful. They have, uh, you know, they've done their thing in life, but I don't believe they know a lot about this, and I really do believe. Like I'm trying to learn. And I remember going to Ace years ago. Ace, can you explain it to me? Um, and then I had somebody make somebody like just at the spur of the moment asked me to speak and they said, Would you speak about crypto? And I knew nothing about it. And I'm saying, Well, I can't speak about that. I don't know anything about it. And they put me up anyway. And I kind yeah. of 
and, and, and whatever I said, which I don't even know what I said. <laughs> and I realized that the audience didn't know anything about it because they didn't <laughs> question what I said. So I'm trying to really well, understand it more. I'm always trying to grow and learn. Yeah, and that's just, that's the key, Dottie. There's no age in crypto. It's really about are you willing to open up your mind, right? Because a lot of people are just not not used to this new mentality of crypto where you where it's digital, you put it into a wallet, like what the heck? You don't even have a name associated with investing in crypto. It's it's on somewhere in the cloud somewhere. So there's a lot of skepticism. But again, it's it's all about belief. It's it's your belief system. If you believe that this will be valuable one day, which a lot of people are adopting it now, um, it's it's just it's just diversifying your your assets, right? So yeah, and let well, me I, say I something. I think we got to be really really careful about. It. I, I think there's there's two parts to it. The way I look at it, there is the technology that's out there, which is very interesting. Uh -huh. um, the the concept of black blockchain technology. That's being used in ways nothing to do with currency, and then the currency nothing to do zone. with it. Correct. And, and so, so I am in agreement with you, Ace, on the concept of blockchain technology. I think there's real opportunity there. I, I am much more of a skeptic as to the actual currency. At any time, a government could make it illegal. And, and if you look at what's going on in India, there's a conversation about making cryptocurrencies illegal. Um, it's gone back and forth. The other thing, and I guess warn anyone for investing in it, and look, we don't give investment advice, but what's ultimately behind it? You know, we've had many stories in history throughout the times of just giving a value to something. There's literally nothing behind it. And, you know, I, I think, you know, Brock is an incredible person and has accomplished a lot and has way more to give to society and, and a great respect for him. But I guess there's caution, you know, for example, one of, you know, you mentioned one currency, Tether. A year and a half ago, they had an $850 million settlement with the state of New York because they didn't match what they're offering. This is a little bit of the Wild West. And, and all I got to say is with the, with the minor 49ers out in California in the gold rush, the company that survived was Levi's, Levi's Jeans, because they made the product to support the gold rush, but the lot... There are a lot of people who went for the gold rush, which you've never heard of for good reason. So just be careful out there, everybody. Well, no, we're not telling anyone to invest in it, and nor does he. He actually said, sure. just if you want to learn about it, you know, take $100. And it, it, but I do think that even art of, you know, and I think maybe in future shows we should start to talk a little bit more about some things that are really going on now. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.